Hey guys, and welcome back to the Why Are We Watching This podcast. This week, Zach's hiding a body that he isn't responsible for, and Sean's a suspicious little prick, because we're watching Demon. What is up, guys? I am Sean. I am Zach. And this week we are starting off season six, six, six. Ooh. Which essentially. Well, why did it do that? Means we're just going to be watching uh, demonic possession movies of some sort. Demons, Satan, hell. The paranormal. Whatever it may be. Um, that compels us. And we're starting it off. Episode 66. Of- Execute episode 66. Uh, <laughs> with 2016's Demon. Yeah, I picked this one. Um, believe it or not, I watched the trailer first, which made me go, oh, okay. Well, see, I, I was not expecting that because I didn't know if you had looked into this enough to know that it was not an American film. Um, I knew it wasn't an American film, but the trailer was like all English mostly. Okay. Which the movie is not. That's misleading, yeah. It's very misleading. So I'm sorry for picking a Polish film. Oh, you know what? (laughs) Don't be, because I actually got over it pretty quick. Uh, and, and honestly, that thing, that kind of thing doesn't bother me as long as the movie is well made. I mean, at the end of the day, is it a good movie or not? Right. Which we're going to get into that. Mm -hmm. Um, so this is an interesting movie that you picked out for us to start the six, six, six season six, six, six with, because, uh, it's rated R. It's a horror drama film, but it's director Marcin Rona. Rona killed himself. Oh shit! The year this movie was released to festivals. Oh shit! Actually, while they were doing one. Oh, I'm getting a call. We're gonna pause really quick. Okay, so whatever. We just I just got a call, so my bad. Um, Marcin Rona killed himself the year this movie uh, was released to festivals. That's spooky as shit. He hung himself in the hotel room. Oh, man. Like, that's fucked. And it makes me wonder if it's because this movie got maybe bad, like, uh, response. I don't know. Like, he was a young dude. I think he was only in his 40s. He's like, he's like the dead of, like, indie foreign Polish films or something. Well, yeah, I don't know. It just that, knowing that, I was like, that makes me feel weird about, like, this movie... And also, it's crazy that that's where we're starting season 666. Yeah, I didn't know. That was all unintentional. This was right? all... My pick was really based off the trailer, which I thought looked pretty decent. I was I was kind of getting hereditary vibes from it, so I was like, okay. Sure. Well, so... Because uh, I almost picked Demon Squad. Oh. Like well, yeah. 2019, we'll I think. We'll be watching that in two weeks, I'm sure. Probably. <laughs> uh... <laughs> So this movie, it runs an hour, 34 minutes. Uh, I said it already, but it was directed by Marcin Rona. 
He also wrote this movie with Powell Maslona. I'm sorry if I'm butchering these names, by the way. They're Polish names. I don't speak the language. We don't know the Polish. Uh, this movie has an IMDb rating of 6.1. The budget was not listed, but it had a box office rating all around of $103,000. It lost money. Um, probably, yeah. I I'm just imagine. saying it now. Even though, like... <laughs> Even though there weren't like a lot of effects or anything, Hoo-ah! there were a lot of people in this movie. Yeah, yeah. So, Which is funny because there were scenes where I felt like I was like, they must not have a lot of people in this movie because like they could have filled so many more people in this scene and, and made it look sure. better. I don't even remember what it was though. Honestly. Well, and it's it's not till about twenty minutes in when the wedding is really happening, 30 minutes in maybe, that you really have people even in the movie. It's like really three to three It's like people. three to four people yeah. or something until the wedding. Um, yeah. So a quick synopsis on this film is that uh, a man becomes possessed by a spirit on his wedding day. That's my quick synopsis. That's my one <laughs> sentence on this one. That's better than their synopsis and the title of the movie. I felt like this whole thing was so misleading. What did you think this movie was going to be, out of curiosity? Uh, so I didn't know... I didn't expect it to just take place throughout the wedding, which I kind of liked. But at the same time, it really feels like they, like, maybe had a time constraint or something on the location. And maybe... I, I, not that they, not that they like, filmed it all in one day or anything. Like, obviously, they probably didn't. But um, it just felt... I don't know if I, I thought it'd be like they got married and then maybe like shit would start happening after that and we'd get more like kind of time jumps, things like sure. that, maybe. Well, I will say like there's some stuff that happens in this that I like didn't really understand. Yeah. There's a couple I, of weird cuts, too, that I was like, whoa, that was like kind of a jump cut almost. Yeah. And like that's the thing is like some of the editing wasn't like the editing was kind of good. Here's what and I, the movie here, looked pretty good. Here's what I thought was the movie like was shot really well, so the cinematography was really good. Yeah. But the editing was sometimes like right on and sometimes like so shoddy that I was like, What what just happened? Like this just Exactly. This movie kept me on a hook and would like reel me in, but then I'd start being like, What is even happening? Mm-hmm. But I, I will say the and I I'm not even gonna try because I know I'll butcher them, but the the lead actor in this Python, yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> Piotre, they call him Piotre. Yeah, Piotre. He's or Peter. I think they just it's Peter. It's yeah. It's he, like Russian, isn't it? Uh, he's I don't know. He's Jewish. She's Polish. Mm-hmm. I believe, or maybe the other way around. Um. No, no, no. no. She's Polish because her brother says at one point it's too bad he's not Polish. When her father is going on about Dude, he's Polish people and stuff. Yeah. Her fucking dad's a prick. No, it's, uh, the movie, because it's in another language, it's almost hard to process everything that's happening because you don't really get, like, you have to read the words. Mm-hmm. And I think culturally, it's just harder to understand, like, how this guy's trying to talk about things, too. Right. Um, where, like, if this was an American film, probably have, like, a diff- little bit of a different vibe, maybe. Um, yeah. But- Maybe, but even then, I was thinking, like, man, this movie does, uh, and, I mean, I think we're probably just going to dive into, like, some of the themes and stuff about this movie, because it really is just a dude being possessed throughout his wedding. 
It's kind and of And it's movie. not even like conjuring level stuff, honestly. No. It's the slow like uh it's a slow build up into it, which we'll talk about it a little bit, but uh this movie, it's interesting, I, I will say, from an American perspective, so from a foreign perspective to the filmmakers, to see another culture in the way that they react to other cultures. Because, like, that's huge in America right now, with PC culture. Mm-hmm. Well, it's like, not that far off. And it's not, and I this is only like... a few years ago. But then seeing, the like, their dad, or her dad being, like, pretty racist, and then also, like, talking shit about the guy because he was epilept- epileptic. Ugh. And, like, essentially calling him, like, a ruined person. Yeah. Like, there's... I was just like, damn, like, that's ruthless. (laughs) Now, and it's also not that far off from, like, some of the people in America. I guess it just... It's it's eye-opening to see how, like, similar other cultures really are to this one. Now, with that being said, I imagine Jewish and Polish cultures aren't far off from, like, other European cultures, right? Which are pretty first world. Well, and it's also, at the same time, though, uh, you know, we're dealing with possession and demons, and so a lot of the time that involves a priest. And, yeah. Uh, a lot of this kind of lore and mythology is often um, part of Christianity. So, like, Especially in American films. Well, yeah. And, like, it's it's almost just, like, like demonic movies. Yeah. I mean... That really, I mean, that only makes sense, right? Well, and every religion has some version That's, of this, right? Sure. Or culture yeah. even has every a version of this. And uh, this is a, a play on the Dybbuk box. The Dybbuk um, is like a Yiddish um, folklore of like a demon, essentially. Mm. I don't know a ton about it, but I will say I that shit. there's a movie called The Possession, which is an American film, that is literally about a Dybbuk box that a little girl gets. It's not a great movie, but it is... I can't uh, remember if I've seen it or not. It's a decent introduction to this as a cultural thing. They do that all the time. Um, uh, Let Me In was that, too. It's it's Let let the Right One In. in. Yeah, which both are pretty good movies. Um, I think even It Follows was one of those, too. No, I think it follows was an original, but I I do there is another one that I think that I know what you're talking. Oh, maybe about. it's it was backwards and they did, uh, there's a foreign one that came out after. I don't know. Maybe uh, <clears throat> it's interesting. I do think that this movie and to this movie's strength, obviously, it is more aware of or maybe more able to be aware of that culture. Um, it does it a lot better than the possession did. I mean, with explaining it and. Now, with that said, there's some stuff that happens in this that I don't understand at all. Okay, well, let's dive into it. So, the movie begins with uh, Peter arriving to Poland. I I think is where he's going. Is that where the house is? Yeah. Which, that's the other thing, is like, there's a lot of stuff in this about, like, the wars... And how Poland is like just taking it from like everybody. Yeah. And then there's also stuff where like the rabbi has like his moment where he's talking about. He's not a rabbi. Or he's not a rabbi. He's right. a professor, but he's Yiddish. He's Yiddish, and which is super important. Yeah. Um. But oh, right, the rabbi's up there. He's uh, or maybe it's the doctor. There, no, there's a doctor, there's a priest, and there's a rabbi. <laughs> It sounds like a bad joke. A priest, a rabbi, and a doctor. Yeah. 
Uh, sounds like a bad joke, but it does. Um, but the doctor was the atheist guy, right? Who's like, Which, oh, I don't drink, and then he's like sipping on his flask, like later in the movie, trashed throughout the movie. Uh, there were some pretty like funny parts in this movie. That's the that... other thing, like the comedy in this, like still hit. It was still funny. Yeah, it was dry, but it was funny. It was, and um, it almost made me feel like. Like, did, were they going for scary, or was this all just kind of a joke? Like, I don't know, because, like, uh, what I was going to get at is the guy playing Peter's, like, a masterful actor, dude. He's a pretty good actor. I like him. he starts doing the possession shit, he's, like, in it. I Yeah, I really liked that scene when he first, like, collapses and starts convulsing. Yeah. That sounds fucked up to say, but, like, it was just very, like, I felt like I was there watching an actual person, like, do that. The way they shot it was really good, and he... He's a great uh, physical actor, I guess. Yeah. Well, and it's interesting, too, because, like... Not bad to look at, either, honestly. A lot, he was a good-looking guy. Yeah, and, a good-looking and a lot guy. of this is happening on, like, the dance floor during their wedding reception, which, mm. like, Jewish weddings are, like, huge, and there's a lot of dancing, and Polish weddings are also very celebratory. So, yeah. like, there's a ton of movement happening. And so a lot of this stuff happens. It's, like, anxiety-inducing. I know. And, like... Uh, it's weird. It's just interesting because I feel like this movie's doing a lot of things like it's talking about like the anxieties of joining a new family and not feeling accepted and like being thrust into like a new family. Not even just joining a new family, but feeling like thrust into a new family because he's moving to Poland. I yeah, I can you relate know? to that. And abs- and I was thinking about that too. I was like, man, I wonder how much Zach's gonna like kind of relate to this movie. I didn't really think about it before, but. I mean, that makes a lot of sense. Um, I mean, I I will kind of give away a little bit. Like, I really enjoyed this movie more than I thought I was going to. See, I kind of feel the opposite. Really? Yeah, I think I didn't enjoy it as much as I wanted to. But uh, there's, I mean, there, I have kind of an appreciation for it. My mind always kind of changes when we, um, when we like, get into it because... You know, then I'm kind of thinking about it a different way. I get, I'm like, I guess this wasn't so bad. And that's the thing is I was trying to watch this movie in those that lens the whole time. Right. And just being like, okay, well, let, let, let's just ride this out and see where it goes. Because, like, that was the thing. As soon as, like, it felt like the wedding – as soon as it was, like, obvious that the whole movie was just taking place during the wedding, I was like, that's kind of not what I wanted. But that's not what the movie was going to be anyway. So right. I can't really dwell on that much other right. than just like, well – I think it probably would have been better if they kind of ch- chopped us up a little bit into more time versus Which just one night. But it was interesting to see. I have to wonder if the pacing uh, is also like a cultural thing. Like if because I, I don't watch movies right. like from there enough to know if this is kind of a standard thing with pacing and stuff. I don't know if that's really important versus cinema in other cultures, though. I feel like cinema is kind of universal in that each. I mean, you know. Uh, we were talking about Roman Polanski earlier. He's like, what is he, Italian or something? Uh, oh, no, he's Polish. Oh, he's Polish. Yeah, a yeah. good example then because, yeah. like, think about him. Do you think he necessarily was like, oh, well, this is how a Polish movie is? Or do you think he was just like, I want to make my version of whatever director I like? That's you interesting. Know? I, have to, I have to imagine that it's, uh, like all artists, it's a combination, right, of the things that he saw – in Poland growing up, be it film, be it uh, paintings, like, you know, physical art, yeah. music, 
and what he was, uh, his contemporaries His at the own time. vision. Exactly. And then his own ideas as well. Mm-hmm. But the contemporaries of the time, too. This is the 60s, you know? Yeah. Um, Versus this was 2016. Right, absolutely. Like, almost 60 years later. So, now with that being said, like, both directors were touching base on some pretty, like, fucked up religious shit. Yeah. Which is interesting. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, so... So how does this? So this movie starts out. He arrives at uh, the island. I know I jumped into that and then immediately walked away from it. So he arrives um, to Poland. I'm assuming, which is very eerie arrival. Yes, dude. after the boat because there's like a woman screaming in the water, which was so weird. And she's like, her dress has fallen off, and like he's staring at her from the the ferry that he's on, and it was pretty uncomfortable. So was that Hannah then? I don't think so. I or think Hana. it was totally unrelated, which is the weird part. Hannah, like, my girl. So there's that. Call um, back to demons. Go watch that episode. <laughs> Dude, I'm so excited for, spoiler alert, we're doing demons too next week. Oh, I was going to so say, we should have just left it at that and I know, be like, ooh, the, you know, it, it might come back. I gave it away. I couldn't help it. Give it he away. Gets, give it away. Give it away. Peter gets there. He has uh, <laughs> a drink with, what's... Zatella? Uh, I think that's her name. I have it in uh, here somewhere, but... Zatenna? I think her name is Zatella, his new... Maybe it is Zatella. Uh, Zanetta. Zanetta. So, Zatella. Nutella. Nutella. He shows up uh, and has uh, a drink with Zaletta's dad. And he sort of assigns him, like, an assistant, but he immediately dismisses this guy. Uh, Which is, I think... Is this the guy that ends up being his, like, groomsman at the wedding with the short black hair? Was he? I thought her brother was his groomsman. Was He's like one of them, for the sure. best man. Uh, the blonde guy. Yeah. With the tattoos. He absolutely was. Right, now, okay. this other guy, though, that was at the I wedding. I thought he was just the other dude's friend. Dude, that guy fucking sucks. And we'll get into the him. The black-haired guy? Yeah. Yeah. Which I'm still confused about this movie as as far as his involvement uh, yeah this well, movie's i don't know if he confusing. was really yeah i don't know if he was really like a good actor though either that's oh, what's true. hard for me to tell is because of the cultural differences like are they good actors or not like in the language barrier as well because you have to read it based on a caption versus which isn't always like really speaking english yeah exactly. and the translations so... on this i'm gonna say right now not great like some of the the captions and translations are just poor, like and and wrong. Yeah. Just straight up wrong. At one point, I was like, "That's not what he just said." Like it's not even <laughs> like close to what they just said. Uh. So yeah. Anyways, he he ends up doing some of the excavation work by himself on this property, which really is just him digging a single hole. Yeah. And he finds... he's also using the bulldozer to move branches, which why would you do that? Yeah, that was weird. <laughs> it's like he was just trying to like prove a point and be like Also, <sighs> terrible location for a pool in a home like that. Yeah, like, what was that about? And that it's not weird. really like the kind of home that you would see a pool in. No. Like you guys need to do some other renovations first, like way now, in the pool. Now when he does this he finds a skull and some bones. It was kinda hard to tell that that's what he found. The first time, you don't actually get a glimpse at it. Right, exactly, we don't. And this is sort of the the main, like, the the thing that sets everything off for him. Yeah. I'm very confused about what happens right now in the movie. Because it cuts to him, well, he, like, 
puts on his coat, and then it cuts to him. He has leather jacket. It cuts to him pulling up to something. It looked like it was um, a photo op for the bride and the bridesmaids. So sort of like a, okay. Uh, because pre-wedding. he also calls her. And she doesn't answer. And she doesn't answer. Uh, and then I guess he comes back and buries it. And then which the groomsmen... like you have a backhoe right there. Why not just use that? And it was weird. I was very confused about this part. <laughs> he um the next day the the groomsmen show up to get him for the wedding because he's gonna be late to his own wedding, and he's not in the house and he's in the fucking car and he like freaks out for a second because he well because in the night right so, yeah I so... did skip this so let's talk about this what happens in the middle of the night that set that off was. He does. She does call him back. Yeah, maybe. She does, and he. Oh, well, I guess I see what you're saying. Because like that's not really ever addressed. I mean, I'm gonna assume she does though. Yeah, I think that was real time. He because hears... he does just hang up on her. Right. Well, he puts the and phone like down. puts his phone in his pocket. Uh, she hears a voice in the house laughing, and then he goes out into like find essentially like a ghost. Yeah, he's he's a ghost. He goes outside with a flashlight, and the fucking mud just eats him after yeah. he sees the ghost, which was, like, crazy. The same fucking hole the remains are in. Yes. Which, that's part of what the uh, description on Prime said for it. So I was like, oh, Okay, crazy. that actually, that makes a lot more sense now. says he falls now. into a pit full of human remains. That makes more sense now as far as, like, oh, that's him, like, taking on her, or her taking his body. Or starting to because he falls into the it's pit the she, catalyst right. to everything. Yeah. Okay. Now, now I'm like because that, that part to me I was like, what the hell? That was nuts. But I didn't. So get yeah, it. I'm assuming that's the ghost he saw was her. Which like yeah. you only you see her kneeling like from behind. Yeah, you don't so, get to see her from the front. And they didn't make her like scary looking or anything. She was just like a girl. Yeah. No, she's totally just a girl. She's like faded out a little bit. Yeah. But that's about it. Like. If they had made this, they could have made this movie really scary. Yeah, I just don't know. See, and that's the thing is, I think this movie is almost more of a drama. I think so, too. And it does say horror drama. Yeah. Which I kind of like that. Um, The movie I kind of felt like this was closest to that I've seen would be Mother. Oh, sure. And which I haven't seen it since theaters, and I've only seen it once. Now, it's funny that you say that because Mother's a surrealist movie. Uh, meaning like, not which this thing is not it's, everything's it's an meant art to movie. be taken as like literal. Yeah, and it's an art film. Which and then this movie we watched wasn't an art film. There are a couple scenes, but that are surrealist where it does jump or show something that's almost like from a single person's perspective. Here is what's happening. Yeah, and it's totally different than what's actually happening. And and. And there's some really cool shots like that, too. Yeah, there's some, like, really pretty stuff. Uh, we do, like, one point see the wife, Zanetta, uh, Zanetta, sitting in a chair. She's It's essentially the next morning after they've had everybody drinking and dancing all night, which is another crazy thing that they just fucking do in this. Yeah. Uh, she's sitting in a chair in, like, the audience while her dad's giving a shitty speech. We'll, we'll get to the speech that he gives. Um, and then he says, like, essentially, like... None of this happened. It was, it was a dream within a dream. And it cuts back to her and she's alone. Yeah, it's like he's like casting a spell or something. But it's so 
pretty that shot of her where it's just her in the chair out of nowhere and she almost looks a little cleaner everything looks a little, yeah. a little more white um like that stuff is super surrealist and almost is like oh okay well how much of this movie am i supposed to take literally then right well uh, and he also just vanishes totally and they don't explain that at all let's let's kind of just jump through this because it really say, is we jumped just around a lot. It's really just a guy be, from here on at his wedding, slowly being possessed by a girl, yeah. Hannah, the Sunish girl, and which apparently she has a connection to the professor. He says he grew up essentially thinking like, this is the most beautiful girl he's ever seen her and her three sisters. Yeah. He gets to that. He says all the boys in the, uh, the village like had a thing for her. And, uh, she had sort of a relationship with one boy and then she went missing and like was never seen again. Mm. Do they ever say who the boy was? No, but they, they do show like a guy laying down, um, uh, like in, in the grave, like in a suit or it's something. It's Peter. Oh, is it? Yeah. Which was another weird thing, which I guess now that makes sense. It was supposed to be like a representation of his like soul in the grave now, I suppose. But or Yeah. Because she had taken over she at that point, too. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah, he he essentially does escape. That's never explained. They sort of set up the <laughs> groomsman with the dark hair to be sort of a red herring. So you think that, like, maybe he's involved. But, like, A, how? Because this girl would have been, like, 50 years older than him at least. I didn't really feel like he was involved. But then I at the know. end, he drives the car off the uh, cliff. Yeah. Or drives up to the cliff and then puts the brick well, on the on the gas. Which I was like, what the fuck is that? Getting rid of the evidence, I guess. Wasn't this... that that guy's Range Rover? Was it, like, interesting, yeah. So they're getting Which, rid of the. So evidence was it supposed to be existing? like, uh, like he did it for his dad? Um, was that his or not his dad? That wasn't no, his dad, no, 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 because he was like into Zanetta. He yeah, like, he wanted to like marry her. Yeah, and he was like, I would have told you when she finds out finally, because they're keeping this from her the whole time too. By the way, so she just thinks he's fucking epileptic. When she, yeah. she, when he like, she finds out everything. He tells her like, I would have told you right away if I found out and then tries to lean in to kiss her. And I was like, yeah. what a scumbag. It's her fucking wedding day, dude. Yeah. And she like, obviously does like love this guy. Absolutely. She doesn't even know any of this stuff is going on. Even by the end of this movie, even when he's possessed, she's there with him. Like, yeah. And you she know, wants trying to be. to be exactly. And it's only at the very end, which I believe it's her at the end on the ferry with like cut hair. Yeah. Looking at the house as it's being destroyed, like destroyed. I didn't understand that that was her watching the house being destroyed. And then the ferry like floats away, but Oh God, it's it's just a long shot. I know, which like I, at one point I started just skipping through it because I was kind of just like smoking and stuff and like watching it and letting it go. And I started skipping through it to see if there was going to be anything worth like seeing at the end. And there was, no, it's it's just, yeah. Now, um, I will say like kind of last thing about this story and movie, it, it's based on a play, a Polish play called the clinging, which is essentially the, which they talk about this when he, yeah, says, he clings says to you, the clinging yeah. in it. Um, and so it's a, it's a like one room play about someone being possessed. Essentially. That's pretty cool. Uh, that is the, that on that with this movie. 
Is there anything else that you really wanted to touch? Um, just a little bit. Uh, just kind of more on how good of like a physical actor that guy was. Because okay. once he goes possessed, he's shirtless, and he's possessed by a girl. So to her being in a shirtless body, she's like, "Oh, I'm naked." Yeah, yeah. And he's yeah. like covering where his her boobs would be. And that's what I mean. He and... he is an expert actor because he does like take on this this other persona, yeah. totally different person. I'd like to see this guy in like a like a pretty big American film if given the chance, but I, I mean, I doubt it. I don't know. I mean, I, I will say that I'm like interested enough that I might go look through his filmography on IMDb and see if there's anything else relatively like new watching. that I can go check out. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Okay. Well, um, so then with all of that being said, uh, and that being the, that on that, what are we rating this movie out of this week? Polish sausage. Hell Yeah. How many out of five <laughs> Polish sausage are you giving this movie? Well, now that we've dissected it a bit and I kind of like opened me up to a couple things, I think I want to give it a three. Okay. Because at the same time, I still kind of didn't feel like this movie was like really well written. But now that I know some things about what probably led to it uh, being the way it is, um, I'm I'm I don't really feel like oh well this movie wasn't written well because it was well it was based on a play and it was mm-hmm. also you know like it was all playing with these things it was really cool but I I guess it just never it just kept leading me on sort of and I feel like the whole movie was just a setup yeah I never it never really gave I feel like satisfaction I feel like everything that happened in this movie should have been maybe like the first forty five minutes and the rest should have been like well what follows with that maybe I don't know but. Obviously, this movie had a different agenda, and uh, it's one of those movies that kind of takes place in, like, one day. Yeah. Uh, except for, like, maybe the day or two the, before. It's, like, the first kind of hard minutes to tell how many day days. before, yeah. essentially, and then the next day is, like, the rest of the movie. Yeah, so. So, yeah, uh, three, because, like, it, it, the cinematography was really good. Honestly, um, the editing was pretty good. It, Every, like, so, like, the first half hour or so, I was like, this movie feels like it was really competently made, but then I was kind of just like, oh, I don't know. But Interesting. Well, so, I I also gave this a three. Okay. And I, I wrote down, hmm. Uh, yeah. Because that's kind of how I felt after watching it. Now, Me too. <laughs> I also wrote down that I think this movie was, like, made expertly. I think the score is perfect. Like, the score in this movie, which we didn't really talk about is very fucking good. Yeah, it was pretty good. Yeah, and, I liked it a lot. And, like, there's one scene in particular where I was like, fuck, I'm taking this and putting it in the mental toolbox for, like, <laughs> something later. Because, so there's a scene, and it's after um, their, like, ceremony, and they're in the car going to the reception. Yeah. And the bride and groom are hanging out of the car, and, and they're, like, having a good time, it looks like. But the music is like this high pitched, ambient, it's almost screech. like droning. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, oh, fuck. Because it totally sets you up for like shit's about to go down. Yeah. And like that to me, I was like, that is a fucking move. That's a bold move. And it it kind of gives you those like hereditary midsummer vibes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, Now, the 15, the last 15 minutes of this movie kind of fell flat for me. Yeah. That's 
it felt like it's once uh, he disappears. This is it, here's what I'm gonna relate it to is it's sort of like a Stephen King book where like it doesn't know how to end. Yeah. And so like it's really interesting and it's got you, and then it's kind of like and then you know it was over. So I wonder though if the whole thing was that like well what happened to her is what he kind of ended up reliving. It kind of almost seems like maybe his family was responsible for that girl's disappearance. And so that's why everything went down the way it did. So that's interesting that you say that because I, I got the vibe that her dad was responsible for her, for the girl going missing. How, how long ago was that supposed to be? They don't really say. Well, and that's kind of what I mean, because he was, like, trying to cover up the skeleton. I thought, if anything, it was their grandfather, though, because they talk about how they didn't really know. And the dad seemed to genuinely not really know about it. That's true, because he know? did even ask his son at one point, like, okay, what's the put on? You're messing with them. And his son's like, I'm not doing anything. Yeah. Like, I, I'm not fucking with them. This is weird. Yeah. Um. Okay. So I'm going to, like, stop yanking this movie's dick. I still think it's a three out of five, which I think it's a good movie. Like, I think it's... A good movie. It's interesting. Um, I don't know that I'm gonna watch this again. Yeah. But like I, I said, want... I, I'm interested in the act, like that main actor that played uh, Peter. Like Python. that guy. Uh, that guy was a fucking a pretty good actor. Uh, so yeah, that's the that on that. I already said this last episode, but it's been two weeks. What's what were you gonna say? I don't know. I'm oh, just okay. Shutting uh, it down. It's been two weeks since we put an episode out. It's because it's a new year. It was New Year. Happy New Year. Happy, Happy holidays, Year. everyone. Hope everyone had a good holidays um, and had fun, got everything they ever wanted. Well, I, I feel like I pretty much got everything I wanted. Me too. Yeah, that's good. Um, I already said this last time. Go buy one of my new shirts. Death Phase. Yeah. Um, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram. You At know, W-A-W-W-T pod. Right there. That's the handle. Um, leave us a review on whatever platform you're listening to. Um, Okay. I want to ask you about this. Do you think, I mean, I know that Castbox has comments. Are there like, do people leave comments on Spotify? I don't know. Can you review something on Spotify? I think you can. I don't use Spotify a ton and I really only use it for podcasts. If you can leave us a good review on Spotify. Yeah, please. Kind of helps us out. And, uh, you know, the better we do, the better we can kind of provide, I don't know, better content, I guess. I think merch is kind of where I want to go with it. Which, that's the thing. Uh, It's going up today. So by the time this is out, we will have merch available at the link in our bio. Here we go. So, Uh, Which I'm very excited about. We still have stickers. So if you do give us a review, let me know. And I will mail you a clean sticker that I use a Clorox on before I send it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sanitize. Uh, thank you guys for listening. We appreciate it. We've been doing this for a long t- fucking time now. Yeah. 66 episodes, dude. Yeah. It's, it's been a... We're going to get spooky and praise the fucking Dark Lord. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I don't have anything else to say. Okay. Hoo-ah! Peace, Peace bitches! bitches. Hoo-ah! Hey, hey, hey.